Welcome to Stoked with Megan McPhail, the podcast that helps you get super effing jazzed about your work, life, and bank account. I'm your host, Megan McPhail, a former burnt-out emergency veterinarian that quit my hard-earned career to become a seven-figure business coach, entrepreneur, and elopement photographer. Now I'm living a life I absolutely love, full of travel, adventure, and financial abundance, and I am hell-bent on inspiring others to do the same. Are you ready to say goodbye to the 9-to-5 grind and start going after some big, bold dreams? Then let's dive into this week's episode. Hey, hey, it's your host, Megan McPhail. And your co-host, Todd Reedy. And today's episode is all about hustle culture. I feel like I can't talk about productivity and time management and work-life balance like what we covered the last two episodes without touching on hustle culture, which is part of society that glorifies and promotes this constant busyness, overwork, relentless pursuit of productivity. And it's basically like this belief that we always have to be hustling, we have to work long hours, we have to go in to our jobs early and stay late. And we have to like hit all these crazy goals. And it's like sacrificing our personal well being in order to do those things is like a badge of honor. And I think it's all bullshit. (laughs) But I also feel like there's a time and a place for some hustling. You know, everything can't just be like 20 hour work weeks all the time. Like when I was building my photography business as an emergency veterinarian, there was a period of time where I was pretty much working two full time jobs. I was a full time wedding photographer and I was a full time emergency veterinarian. And man, thank God I did that in my early 30s because I would not be able to work those hours right now. And while I'm thankful that I did all that, I sacrificed my social life, my physical health, my mental health. I sacrificed a lot to the hustle. And I'm thankful for my business that I was able to create during that time. But I burnt the F out. I really burnt out. I spent years recovering from that. And like my mental health was trash for a while because of that. So there's a time and a place for the hustle. But let's let's get your thoughts on it, Todd. What, what are your thoughts on the hustle culture? Not just like hustling. Well, we can talk about just hustling too, but hustle culture. Yeah, I think it's kind of problematic because, yeah, we wear our busyness and our, our work ethic and like accomplishments as badges of honor. And like a lot of people like wrap up their identity and what they accomplish mm-hmm. and like being able to say, yeah, I've been working so hard. And I do that too, right? I fall in thinking that I need to work hard all the time. Mm -hmm. But then that turns into quote unquote working, but not that hard (laughs) or like being that productive. And there's seasonalities to all this too. So like early stages of like starting our businesses, right? There's a good amount of effort and work that is required to get going, right? You kind of got to build that momentum. But it's not sustainable, right? Like hustling all the time, working late in the night, seven days a week, like it's just not sustainable. And in our earlier days when we were younger, probably more energy, probably less obligations. It was easier to do that. But yeah, as we kind of age and we kind of find and kind of like redefine what our priorities are, it's not as important to like wear that badge of honor of, oh yeah, we are working all of the time. Again, it just kind of comes down to priorities and what you want to do. But yeah, I think there are times and places where you have to put the work in. You got to get your reps in to make progress, but you just can't be doing that 24-7, seven days a week. Yeah. And I'm I'm in a season of life right now where I want to make money working the least amount of hours as possible. <laughs> but that wasn't always the way I was able to live my life. 
I remember seeing this thing on Instagram where it was like, I'm 31 years old and I'm a multimillionaire. Here's how I did it. And it was like some guy who worked a job and he's like, I woke up at 4 a.m. every morning and worked out. And then I went to work early and I stayed late and I got the promotions and I saved every penny and I maxed out my 401ks and I didn't spend money on Starbucks and blah, blah, blah. And it's this like holier than thou attitude. And I'm like, yeah, you have a million dollars, but you seem like a miserable fucking person. And I definitely don't want to hang out with you. <laughs> You know, And I think what bugs me the most is that kind of humble brag. It's not even a humble brag. It's just straight up bragging that you're able to do all these things and sacrifice all this stuff for this money. But like, dude, there are way better ways to be a millionaire and make a million dollars than spending all of your time working for some dude and never spending your money and saving all of it. Like that just sounds awful. <laughs> well, to you. And yeah. that may be kind of the caveat here is that, yeah, maybe that guy or maybe people in general, like they enjoy what they're doing, like to do it all of the time. Right. So they wake up and they work and then they work all day. Like, I mean, we've been learning and listening and reading a lot, or at least I have of Alex Hermosi and that dude hustles because he loves it. Mm -hmm. Right. He loves to work. And he like even says like he has no hobbies. He works out and he works and that's what his life is. And he's very successful doing it in his definition, but it's not what we would want to do. We don't. But yeah, I guess it really just depends on is the hustle and is the work like fun to you or is it work? And is it draining? Or how long have you been doing it? All these different kind of factors. Yeah, I would argue that if you are working for someone else, then yeah, it is just work and it's miserable. Like the whole FI movement, we were both part of that movement back in the day where you try to reach financial independence and retire early by basically penny pinching all of your money and working your career and saving just every penny that you can, not going out to eat, like trying to optimize everything so that you are just saving money, as much money as possible, but then you're like not living. And this is morbid, but if you die in the middle of that, like what kind of life was that? Everything you're like, okay, I'm going to sacrifice 10 years of my life so that I can have all this freedom later. But what kind of life is that? You're trying to play out the clock in this job that you hate because you have like this reward of financial independence and retiring early. But like, what if you just loved your job? <laughs> What if you just loved what you did and like you're like, I don't want to retire. Like, I don't care about retirement because I love what I do. It's not even like on my radar anymore. I might work long term or in some like reduced capacity when I'm older. But this whole idea of penny pinching everything so that I can retire early is just like not even on my radar anymore. Like, I just want my life to be good now. This is when I put on my, what is it, tinfoil hat or whatever. I feel like this idea of at least hustling as a W-2 employee, that does not make any sense to me because you're only benefiting the person you're working for. And I feel like there is some of that, at least like for us, I think there was a lot of that hustle culture in our old jobs where it's like, of course, you're going to come in early and you're going to stay late and you're going to work as hard as you possibly can 
and you're not going to question things and you're going to be this good employee. And that was kind of ingrained in us throughout school and everything. Like we were just created to be these good little worker bees. And then we thought that once we graduated school and got a grown up job, we weren't going to have to work as hard. But then, oh, yes, we were. We did work as hard. (laughs) And like we weren't supposed to complain about it, you know? And I feel like a lot of the hustle culture that involves employees is kind of perpetuated with this idea that you're going to be this good worker, this robot, and you're going to make all this money for these other people. I feel like in our society with capitalism kind of ruling over everything, bosses want good workers who are going to hustle their ass off. So by glorifying hustling and glorifying being busy and working and productivity and doing all these things for your job at the expense of your personal well-being, it gets more money in the pockets of the higher-ups, but then you burn yourself out in the process and like you're just replaced, you know, no one fucking cares. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like the carrot that's always dangling, like, oh, if you just work a little bit harder, then you may get that promotion. Or, mm-hmm. you, you know, if you stay a little bit late, maybe then you'll get a move up the ladder. Mm-hmm. And is it worth it? And kind of the shift into entrepreneurial world. Yeah, in a sense of like, where we are always kind of comparing ourselves to others and like where people stand with follower counts or like income or gross, or any metric you can choose of where we want to like keep up with other people or like outwork or outperform or out accomplish others. It's a easy trap to fall into of just, oh, I just got to hustle a little bit more to get ahead. I got to keep going, keep going, keep going. But it's not sustainable. And how do you think that knowing that we both agree that it's good to do in like periods, like how do you make it a sustainable thing where you make progress, but don't bring yourself out in the process? That's a good question. I mean, I think steady, consistent work is more important than like some kind of hustle roller coaster where you like hustle and then stop and recover and then hustle and then stop and recover. And I, a lot of this comes back to like Instagram shit that I see, right? So I'm constantly bombarded. As an online coach, I get ads for coaches all the time. And it's like how I went from zero to six-figure months in a year and a half and how you can too and all that kind of stuff. And like, I have been a coach now for almost for two and a half years, and I'm still hoping to get to six-figure months. But when I see other people have done it in like a year's time, I'm like, oh man, I'm behind. But then I'm like, no, because I'm like, who knows how hard they worked for that. I'm not willing to work past cocktail hour time. <laughs> you know, I'm not willing to sacrifice the results that my coaching students get to inflate my numbers. You know, So is there a place for hustling? Yes. And like maybe working a lot. But like, to me, hustling is working at the expense of yourself. And I just can't subscribe to that being ever something that anybody should do. And I also think that it goes back to the whole productivity time management stuff is like, I know people are out there hustling, quote unquote, on their business, but they are doing all the wrong things. And I think that happens more often than not, where people are doing a lot of work, burning themselves out, hustling, 
but it's a lot of work that doesn't even need to be done (laughs) and doesn't actually improve their likelihood of success. And yeah, I don't want people doing that. (laughs) But you're of the opinion that there's a time and a place for hustling. And I do think that there's a time and a place where like, yeah, you might have to work more hours than you want to. But I just don't think that anybody should be working at the expense of their well-being. I'm kind of over that idea. Do you think you're over that because we're getting older and you have better defined like priorities in life? Or do you think it's because you've already put in that work and like you have a strong foundation that you can not, I mean, you can still, you know, make a good living, live a great life with kind of like in a maintenance mode? Well, as I'm all saying that, like, there are still times where like you're pushing a launch and you're working hard. Yeah. So it happens. Yeah. Even with our best intentions of not hustling and not, or trying to like keep an even work-life balance, there are times where you got to put in extra time and like, you know, stints of a sprint, but also knowing that, yeah, you're still in the middle of a marathon and you got 20 Mm -hmm. plus years of working life left in you. Yeah. And I mean, we have a lot of travel coming up. I think, The last several months have been nice because we've just been hanging out at home, which like we very rarely do. (laughs) So I have been able to just chill and kind of like work a little here and there and stuff like that. But we're going to have a lot of travel coming up. And so I will definitely be hustling more. But there's still like a way to do it while checking in with myself and being like, okay, I have a lot of work to do, but am I burning the candle at both ends. Do I need a rest day or like a sloth day is what we've been calling them lately, where we just like are lazy AF with no apologies about it to let our bodies like rest. And I do think that like, I'm starting to feel my age. (laughs) So I have to baby myself a little more than I used to when I was younger and could just work constantly. Yeah, I just don't know how to answer that. But I think like when I used to hustle previously, I did not check in with myself at all. You know, I wasn't like, how's my mental health? How's my physical health? How am I taking care of myself today? It was literally just work, 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 work some more, order some food, work. There was no check-ins whatsoever. And I think that I think everyone's more self-aware in the last few years. I know I have learned a hell of a lot about myself in the last few years. A lot of it's just from like freaking Instagram and TikTok (laughs) and therapy and stuff. But I think like you can work a lot and still be like, okay, I'm going to work my ass off, but then I'm taking a day off and I'm going to rest and do these things. Like I feel like there's, you can do it with more of a balancing act than in the past where it was just like work, 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 work. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. So we've been talking a lot about like the idea of like hustle, Mm -hmm. but we haven't really talked about like the culture behind it. I don't know, like thinking about the guilt or like the anxiety or like the comparison with other folks or other businesses. Right. Mm -hmm. So maybe we should touch on that a little bit about, again, kind of this competition and like the culture of it to do all these things that are probably more than we should be. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that kind of as like a culture phenomenon of like, oh, we got to be busy. We got to be hustling. Yeah. Well, I mean, definitely people like to share their hustle. I mean, we talked about badge of honor a few times. And I mean, people like to outwork each other and show that off and show the 
positive sides of that. No one talks about the negative sides, you know, which I think is starting to become more and more of a conversation these days. I don't know if it's just because I'm having it with people and I'm like dead set on people not burning out like I did, or if like culturally more people are having these conversations. I don't know if it's just my circle or not. But yeah, I feel like you hear all these positives where it's like, oh, I posted on Instagram every day for a month and got like 100,000 followers or, you know, I did this, that and the other thing and I'm a millionaire and like it's all because I worked my ass off and like the reason why you can't have these things is because you don't have the discipline to work. And I hate that shit because people don't have things a lot of times because of the systems that are in place to hold people in poverty or because... They are working multiple jobs to make ends meet or they have crazy student loans or like whatever shitty things are happening to people. I mean, a lot of people just don't know that like the whole online industry is like a thing that they could tap into to make a lot of money. So they stay stuck in their W-2 jobs and they try to work their way out of it. I just don't think that you can trade time for money and like truly build wealth that way. I would just rather see people work towards their goals consistently in a way that still allows them to live their life. And like maybe one week is harder than another, but it's not like years of struggle. And maybe I'm too far away from when I first started all of this to like remember what it's like. But I've taught people to go from zero to six figures in their photography businesses, and some have struggled, but a lot of them haven't burnt out, at least that they've told me. So I don't think you necessarily have to go through the struggle and sacrifice that I went through to see the results that I've gotten. I think that actually, if I had the right mentor earlier on, I could have bypassed a lot of bullshit. It is incredibly unhealthy that this country has normalized sacrificing yourself and your family and your friends and your mental and physical health in pursuit of your career. That's really what the hustle culture is in its entirety, is that you just sacrifice everything and you put everything on the back burner for your job. And like, that's what we did in school. I went to college and in order to get into vet school, I had to do really well and get really good grades. So I hustled my ass off in school and then I get into vet school and I hustled my ass off in vet school and sacrificed the best years of my life, essentially, to studying veterinary medicine and having my nose in a freaking book, literally like 12 hours a day, not going on vacations, not seeing my family, not going on holidays you know, or not seeing my family for holidays because I was working and studying. And then I get a job as a vet. And you think, okay, now I'm going to make some money and like my quality of life and my work-life balance, and I'm going to be able to like live now. But then they don't let you really live. (laughs) Like I remember in my internship, we would basically get to work at like 5 or 6 a.m., to do physical exams on all of our like inpatients and then we would like work all day and then a lot of times we'd have like journal club or slatter rounds where we'd have to read and present this surgery book and then we wouldn't get out of there until like 7 or 8 p.m 
And one day we got done early, like all of us surgery interns got done early. And I was living with my brother at the time. And I'm like, wow, I'm going to be able to go home and like have dinner with my brother. This is so cool. It's like 6 p.m. I'd already been there for 12 hours, not seeing the light of day for 12 hours. But I was really excited to leave at 6. And when I was walking out to my car, one of the other surgeons was walking out to his car at the same time. And we waved to each other and I like drove off. And then the next morning, he called us all into his office and was like, I cannot believe you guys left at 6 p.m. yesterday. Granted, this was after a 12-hour day, and we had worked, I mean, this was like a year and a half into my internship. So I'd been working 12-hour days, seven days a week, practically for a year and a half, (laughs) making $24,000 a year, by the way. (laughs) And he called us into his office and was like, I can't believe you guys left. You could have stayed and read journal articles. You could have gone over radiology or MRIs or whatever. Like, I can't believe you chose to go home at 6 p.m. when you could have put more effort into learning. One of the girls started crying. Like, everyone was really upset because we all were just like, man, we've been working so hard. We can't wait to go home and have dinner with our loved ones. And then we got fucking reamed the next day for doing that and not staying later. And that's like, like, who is benefiting from this culture of always working and always prioritizing work. And like when I became an emergency vet and a general practitioner and all those things, that culture didn't go away. It stayed. And it was like, well, of course you're going to stay late to help this dog. You love dogs. You're a veterinarian. Like you're not going to like go home to your family. You're going to stay late and help this dog, you know, and you're also not going to get paid for the hours that you stayed late because you love animals so much. So it'd be ridiculous for you to like request money for this work that you're doing over the time period that you're supposed to be working. But it's because you love animals and you're a hard worker and you'd never prioritize your own life over the well-being of a dog, you know, but like really it's just them making more money off of me. It's them feeding me all this bullshit so that I don't complain that I'm working more hours and making them more money and not getting paid for it. Hustle culture is just benefiting employers, not the people. Yeah. So there's this quote that I sticks with me that's something of the effect of you have to prioritize your life because no one else will. Yeah, you have to set boundaries. I mean, but when I started doing that kind of stuff in my vet jobs, and when I started questioning management and stuff like that, I was basically gaslit and labeled like a complainer and stuff like that, you know, so sometimes that does not go over very well. (laughs) So yeah, what I'm thinking of is there's like hustle culture for employees, which is like super toxic, this whole like, oh, you're not working hard enough bullshit pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Anyone could have the American dream kind of thing. So there's like that kind of hustle culture. And then there is hustle culture in the online space as well for like entrepreneurs and stuff like that, where people, they do have it as a badge of honor where they can, somebody was talking about how like, oh, no one can out hustle me. Like some dude entrepreneur or whatever, you know, he's like, I work 20 hours a day. I only need four hours of sleep, blah, blah, blah. No one can out hustle me. And it's like, I just don't want anybody to subscribe to that idea. (laughs) 
Well, next episode, we are going to talk about, well, I'm just going to talk about, actually, it's going to be a little solo episode of my story about how I became an online coach and a coach for elopement photographers. I think it's kind of an interesting story. And I also want to show other people how they can maybe pursue online coaching as well. So it'll be a cute little episode. And I can't wait for you to join me next week. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Stoked with Megan McPhail. If you enjoyed the show and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review, and tell a friend. If you're looking for more inspiring content, check us out on Instagram at Stoked with Megan McPhail. And to learn more about my business coaching and how I can personally help you quit your nine to five, visit my website at meganmcphail.com. I hope this leaves you feeling stoked. See you next week.